0: They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennec. Tech Guide, episode 153. Welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer technology. Thanks for listening, thanks for streaming, and thanks for downloading. And if you're a newcomer, it's great to have your company. My name is Stephen Fennec, editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, new anti-piracy laws have just been passed to block foreign sites, How Taylor Swift convinced Apple to change Apple Music before it was even released and the sunglasses that let you adjust the tint level. In the Tech Guide reviews, we take a look at Control 4, the brains behind a smart home, the new Linksys EA8500 MaxStream smart Wi-Fi router, and the new Ultimate Ears Roll Go Anywhere speaker. And we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products. Lots to talk about, so let's get cracking. Well, the big breaking news is the coming from Canberra, and it's from the new laws just passed uh, that just passed through the Senate. And these are the laws that were were originally offered up in March. This is the Copyright Amendment Online Infringement Bill, twenty fifteen. Now, this controversial new law was actually passed through the Senate. It was passed thirty seven to thirteen. And what it basically means is that we'll see the end of websites offering illegal content or or at least we'll have no access to websites offering that content because the law will allow internet service providers to block access for Australian users. So a filter... Is is coming to pass. Uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of mixed reactions to this news. It, it was uh, late on Monday afternoon when it did break and a lot of lot of people have lined up on either side of the argument, saying that on one hand well it 's going to block piracy it 's going to stop all, all this illegal downloads, uh, and on the other side, people are calling this censorship they 're calling it uh, an attack on our freedom they're calling it all kinds of things and it's it's uh, it's going to be quite an, an emotional argument once this goes into place so what it basically means is this for those accessing Torrents or content illegally, those sites where that content is obtained, we will have no, we will no longer have access to those sites. They will be identified by the government and by internet service providers, and our our we will uh, our users here, our Australian customers, will have no longer no longer have access to those websites. It's uh, quite a drastic measure. Uh, And a a lot of people are saying that uh, there's no way that it can be enforced. Other people are saying, well, yeah, this should have happened a long time ago. Uh, So it it has uh, attracted a lot of opinions. And one of them, of course, one of the positive uh, opinions about it came from Foxtel. Uh, It's no wonder that they're applauding this new move, this new legislation, because let's face it, Foxtel stand to benefit. The show Game of Thrones has been Foxtel's jewel in the crown content uh, for the better part of the last three months uh, since season five has been running. And that has officially been one of the most pirated programs in history. So, uh, you can imagine Foxtel's delight that access to sites that allow that illegal content to be viewed here in Australia, you can imagine how happy they are knowing that that avenue is now going to be blocked. And the only way you can watch Game of Thrones next year will be watching it on Foxtel. If you have uh, this year, they they provided the same time slot as in the US, so it was streamed, uh, shown at exactly the same time as the US and a lot of people tuned in, there was huge ratings, and uh, that will become the only way people can watch episode to episode. The only other way, legally, would be to wait until the the end of the season and then access the whole series on iTunes or on Play Store or other avenues or wait for the DVD or Blu-ray to come out. And I can tell you now, a lot of Game of Thrones fans will not uh, have the patience to wait for that to happen, now, especially uh, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, how it ended uh, season five. I'm not going to provide spoilers, but let's just say there are a lot of eager viewers keen to resume season six, but we need to have to wait until April. Now, people who are opposing this move, there, there was some of the some of the uh, support in the Senate came from the Labor Party, so it was quite a, a bipartisan move, the L- Labor and uh, Coalition. The Greens were the main opponents, along with a couple of crossbench senators who uh, who voted nay and didn't want this law to pass. One of those senators uh, said that it was uh, having having this type of law in place is a drastic remedy. That's Senator Leyenhelm. he told Parliament, and I'm quoting now from uh, from his speech: "Website blocking is a drastic remedy and a blunt tool." Uh, So he's obviously one of the opponents and someone who would rather this law not have been passed. Now, obviously, with the majority there, 37 to 13, uh, it was carried through and will now pass into law. Although a government committee has said, a parliamentary committee uh, has recommended, though, that the government revisit the law after 18 months. Now, there is a couple of things that we need to note here, and one of them is the fact that VPNs and their virtual private networks, which are used currently by Australians to hide their location, so to, to allow them to access foreign sites. So the VPN gives uh, Australian customers, for example, access to the US Netgear site. Sorry, Net Netflix site. Netgear, they're our sponsors. Netflix site, uh, and that allows them to bypass. Uh, all of those limitations, those regional limitations where Netflix is now available here in Australia. But before that, these customers wanted access to Netflix in the US and they got it using a VPN. Now that hid their location. So I'm I'm thinking that a VPN, they, they won't be affected by these new laws, by the way. So there's nothing to really stop technically Australian customers using a VPN, disguising their location, they could be, pretend to be coming from Brazil as far as the Australian government is concerned, and they they can then access Pirate Bay and uh, all these other torrent sites using that VPN. So I think that while the law has been passed and the intention is here to, to protect all the copyright holders, I think it's going to be very hard to enforce. The internet is such a fluid thing and changes by the hour Uh, I'm thinking that there's going to be a lot of resourceful people thinking of ways to get around this law. So we'll be interested to see how that pans out. But uh, you can read my story about the whole thing. It does explain exactly what's going to happen, these new anti-piracy laws. If you want to check out how that's going to affect you, you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. Now, Taylor Swift is a well-known artist. She's won many Grammys. She's a a chart-topping singer and songwriter. And she has been in the news recently for an open letter she wrote aimed at Apple and their policies surrounding their upcoming service, Apple Music. Now, the policy that she was talking about was to do with... Apple's three-month free trial. It is a, w- a lot longer than other services' free trials. I think Spotify allows 30-day free trial. But now Apple are extending that to three months. Now, that sounds all great for the customers, but little did we know that in that three-month period, Apple would not be paying royalties to artists. So for three months, while we are in consuming all this music for free, None of those artists will be getting paid. Now, Apple is one of the richest companies in the world. And a lot of people, including Taylor Swift, thought this wasn't the right move. And she felt so strongly about it that she wrote an open letter. Now, I'm going to read parts of it right now. Here, this is Taylor Swift's letter. I write this to explain why I'll be holding back my album, 1989, from the new streaming service, Apple Music. I feel this deserves an explanation because Apple has been and will continue to be one of my best partners in selling music and creating ways for me to connect with my fans. I respect the company and the truly ingenious minds that have created a legacy based on innovation and and pushing the right boundaries. Now, I'm sure you are aware that Apple Music will be offering a free three-month trial to anyone who signs up for the service. I'm not sure you know that Apple Music will not be paying writers, producers, or artists for these three months. I find it to be shocking, disappointing, and completely unlike this historically progressive and generous company. This is not about me. Thankfully, I'm on my fifth album and can support myself, my band, my crew, and entire management team by playing live shows. This is about the new artist or band that has just released their first single and will not be paid for its success. This is about the young songwriter who just got his or her first cut and thought that the royalties from that would get them out of debt. This is about the producer who works tirelessly to innovate and create, just like the innovators and creators at Apple are pioneering in their field. He will not get paid for a quarter of a year's worth of plays on his or her songs. And she goes on to say, These aren't the complaints of a spoilt or petulant child. These are the echoed sentiments of every artist, writer, and producer. So she is quite respectful and pays uh, due the the proper respect to Apple being this company who really created iTunes and, let's face it, probably made her rich through iTunes. Uh, But she goes on to say, I realise that Apple is working towards a goal of paid streaming. I think that is beautiful progress. We know how astronomically successful Apple has been, and we know that this incredible company has the money to pay artists, writers, and producers for the three-month trial period, even if it's free for the fans trying it out. Three months is a long time to go unpaid. It is unfair to ask anyone to work for nothing. I say this with love, reverence, and admiration for everything else Apple has done. I hope that soon I can join them in my progression towards a streaming model that seems fair to those who create the music. I think this could be the platform that gets it right. And here's the last part of the letter, which I think is the real kicker. But I say to Apple, with all due respect, it's not too late to change this policy and change the minds of those in the music industry who will be deeply and gravely affected by this. We don't ask you for free iPhones. People don't ask us to provide you with our music for no compensation. What a, what a powerful letter. And it was supported around the world by other artists and obviously all her fans and it didn't take long for Apple to respond. Now, Eddie Q, who's uh, the executive in charge of iTunes, said that Apple, that we hear we hear loud and clear, Taylor Swift, we are going to be paying, we're going to make sure artists are paid for streaming, even during the customer's free trial period. So it didn't take Apple long to backflip on this three-month policy, uh, this holdout this holdout position, they've now changed it. They are going to pay, even though uh, us customers can access it for free for three months. Artists are still going to get paid. Now, this isn't the first time Taylor Swift has made some noise around a streaming music service. Now, if you cast your mind back to late last year, she actually withdrew all of her music from Spotify the other streaming music service, very popular streaming service that we actually spoke about on the program a week ago. She felt that she wasn't getting her value for money through the streaming service uh, as compared to a download-to-own model like iTunes. So that's why she pulled out a, a, of, of Spotify. She's, con- she's an artist with the, uh, enough clout to actually do that to succeed in doing that and to get her message across. And I like the way that she unselfishly wrote in that letter that this isn't for her. It's not about her surviving that three months. She's got plenty of money to support herself and all her crew and all her uh, all her um, publicity team. But it's for those struggling artists that, that are going to really do it tough in that three-month period. Uh, once Apple is uh, giving that free trial period, so good on Taylor Swift. It does; uh, she does show that she does have some clout in the music industry. Has made Apple backflip on that policy, and no doubt people around the world, especially musicians around the world, are applauding her. She's just endeared herself even further to her many fans. And we're happy to see that she's in there fighting for the battlers. If you want to read that complete story, you can do that at techguide.com.au. Now, we all love wearing sunglasses. I don't mind a pair of sunglasses out and about. And one thing with sunnies, though, is that the lenses on board uh, stay the lenses on board. Uh, They're the same lenses that you buy. Nothing changes. So you really need to choose carefully. You've got to make sure they're the right level of tint, that they suit you, that they they do the job. They give you that UV protection. Because let's face it, they're not just a fashion accessory sunglasses. They're actually used to protect your eyes. Like UV exposure is quite dangerous. So Sunglasses play an important part. Now, wouldn't it be nice, though, if you could adjust the tint on your sunglasses to suit the surroundings and the light situation? Well, one company has gone ahead and done that, and they've come up with the Scuga Dynamic Eyewear. Now, this is a company that's actually put this project on Kickstarter. So the Scuga Dynamic Eyewear are a pair of sunnies that can be automatically adjusted or manually adjusted using an app. So what happens with the sunglasses, there's actually a built-in light sensor. So it's an ambient light sensor to set the tint on the lenses. Now, we're not just talking about compensating for UV exposure as some photochromatic lenses already do. You know, those glasses where if they're in the sun, they go dark. When you, when you go out of the sun, they, they lighten up. They're photochromatic lenses and that's for a UV exposure. But what about the brightness of the light? If it's a bright light, those glasses aren't going to protect you as well as these new Scuga Dynamic Eyewear sunnies are because you can actually turn up the brightness or the, the uh, light sensor should be able to compensate for that. Or you can have it, because the glasses have Bluetooth on board and link with a companion app, you can manually adjust that kind of tint control as well. So isn't that really handy? And outwardly, they look exactly like a regular pair of sunglasses. There are no buttons, no ports uh, to charge them. There's a small induction uh, point on the right arm of the glasses. So uh, they're all also making a charging point that you can actually just rest the sunglasses on top of that uh, that induction charger, and it will charge that way as well. So uh, really innovative idea here. Uh, There's a few different styles and colors to choose from and as I said it's a Kickstarter campaign so they're on their way to achieving the amount that they're, they're their goal amount and once they hit that goal amount that means they can go into production so if you do invest in the Kickstarter program you become part of the deal here so you may invest say a hundred bucks and that'll get you a pair of glasses once they go into production you may invest two hundred bucks that might get you a couple of pairs it's all there to check out on Kickstarter but Scuga Dynamic Eyewear I don't even know if i'm pronouncing that right it's spelled s-k-u-double-g-a i'm trying my best so that to to me sounds like scuga uh the dynamic eyewear you can check that out i'll put a link to the story for you to check out that kickstarter campaign and you never know the future might be so bright you need to wear shades tech guide this is tech guide with steven fennec The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And Netgear has just come up with a brand new VDSL, ADSL modem with a built-in router. That's right, you can get your home Wi-Fi up to speed with the new D6400 AC1600 modem router. Now, with the influx of great content and streaming services like Netflix, now's the time to think about upgrading your home network so you can enjoy smooth, HD video streaming without that annoying buffering or lag time. With incredibly fast Wi-Fi speeds and the ultimate Wi-Fi range for large homes, with more than 10 devices, the Netgear D6400 will future-proof your home network, providing universal compatibility for any type of internet connection now and and in the future. Check out the VDSL-ADSL Wi-Fi modem router from Netgear. Search D6400 at netgear.com.au. Tech guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennig. And kicking things off on the Tech Guide reviews for this week is Control 4. Now, this is a solution that allows you to control your smart home. Now, what makes a home smart are the brains of the smart home. The Control 4 is that brain. Now, it's not just one solution off the shelf that suits everybody. Control 4 has many different solutions, many different controllers, and many different ways to make your home smart and starting from if you will just want to control one room to your entire house control 4 has devices these controller panels uh, they, they can do to can handle that job starting uh, at well, at the top you 've got the h c eight hundred controller that 's valued at more than three thousand dollars but these the, this and obviously it needs to be professionally installed, and what it will do it will tap into your lighting, your security your multi room audio your video distribution uh, your your smart locks, everything you can control in your home control four. Can has a solution for your place as well. If you want to go small, the smaller HC two fifty. Say you want you've got a home theatre with some lights and maybe some electric blinds. The HC two fifty priced at seventeen ninety five. That's one thousand seven hundred ninety five. Can handle that with ease. Uh, and as I said, professional installation is required. But what happens here is this is where the rubber hits the road. Control four system looks at all your other connected systems, your lights, your security. Uh, your thermostats, your pool filters, your spa everything that you can control in your home can be brought back to the Control 4 system and allow you to control it through their platform. So the Control 4 platform, apart from having your controller panels, your HC800 looks like a, a skinny DVD player. So did the hc 2250 is obviously smaller than that. But once you have that hardware in place from Control 4, then you can use their interfaces, whether it's a physical remote control or a touchscreen or a an app for your iPad or Android tablet for your smartphone that interface then becomes accessible anywhere on your home network. So even if you don't have the physical remote in front of you that may be in the lounge room, you can fire up the app on your tablet or smartphone and still take any kind of control that you want. Now, to go through in the going through the control that it offers, we're talking obviously if you've got a home theater, you can watch any source, so whether it's TV, Blu-ray, Foxtel, Apple TV, that's what actually I've got here at, in uh, in my home is the HC250 home controller. Uh, I did replace it recently, and it does controls my home theater, so whatever I want to choose to watch, it's one press of a button, it will turn everything on that needs to be turned on, and at the end of the night, if you uh, once you've finished, it's one key, one button to turn everything off again. That's just one example. It also can handle video distribution if you've got a matrix switch in your home, You can have all your sources in one place and be able to to stream them to any TV in your home, up to eight TVs in your home, and also control that uh, output as well. You can also have multi-room audio, of course. That's a snap with Control 4, so no matter where your speakers are located, you can uh, control it anywhere on your network. Lighting control is another big one where you may want to control the certain uh, light. There might be certain light scenarios, so maybe movie mode means all the lights go out, or music mode Maybe dim them halfway or all these other things. Good night mode means you can turn all the lights off with one button. There's also a uh, occupancy scenario, which can have turn on exterior and interior lights to uh, they pr- bring them on automatically to turn on and off to create that impression that someone's home. So if you're gone or out for the night or you're away on holiday, your lights will turn off and on as if someone is actually living in your home. That's really important as well. On the security side as well, if you've got surveillance cameras, you can view them through through the Control 4 system. So say you're watching a movie, for example, on your TV and someone rang your doorbell, maybe a window could pop up from one of your security cameras to see who's at the door. Uh, or you can even access your security cameras from anywhere in your home or anywhere remotely as well, anywhere from around the world, you can tap into your system as well. Smart locks, it's another new, uh, new device that Control 4 can also control. So you can let people in and out of your home without a key, just with the press of a button. So handy if you can give uh, access to someone, say your child has forgotten their key, rather than you have to drive all the way home with a key, you can simply press a button on your smartphone app, it links back to the Control 4 system, door's unlocked. You can even set unique codes, so you've got a, a touch pad on a lock, so you can set unique codes for uh, some service workers or other family members, visitors, and they can just punch in their own personal code and that allows them in, and then you can receive a text message when they come and go. So it's that sort of smart in your home, that Control Four can provide. If you want to uh, contact Sweet Control on 1300 three hundred nine two one nine double five, they can fit you out or you can visit the website www.sweetcontrol.com.au. But I've written a whole story and included those links and phone numbers at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. Now, Linksys has just released a new MaxStream smart Wi-Fi router. It's the EA8500. Now, this is a router that really takes into account our modern needs for data and wireless connectivity. You think about how many connected devices we have in our home. There's there's tens of them, tens, 20, 30 of them. Uh, there, there's a lot of connected devices. More, more uh, Month by month, we're getting more of these connected devices, and that's weighing on the network. Having to, to connect all of those devices, you need a router that can handle that kind of load. Now, the EA8500 is at 802.11ac, so that's It's the latest Wi-Fi standard, so great range and great quality audio, uh, quality network as well. So uh, it is pretty fast, and it's not going to bring because this is a router. It needs to be connected to your existing modem. Now it's not going to bring the internet into your home any faster. But what you do inside your home, inside your network, is going to be faster, up to three times faster as a matter of fact. So combined speeds of uh, 2.53 gigabits per second across both bands. So that's 1733 on the 5 gigahertz band and 800 megabits on the 2.4 gigahertz band. There's four e- a gigabit Ethernet ports as well. But the secret source for this EA eighty five hundred Wi-Fi router is the MU MIO technology and that's short for multiple user multiple input multiple output this is the technology that can get the data around your network really quickly so stream your video really quickly without buffering play those online games so really fast response times really quick connection there play music check an email surfing the internet it provides that that stream that uninterrupted Wi-Fi coverage now uh, it is 26 centimeters wide it's not the smallest device in the world so it's got a decent footprint. You can mount it on the wall if you have to. Uh, It's got four antennas as well. So it looks pretty aggressive, this device. So you get a wider range for the network as well. Powered by a 1.4 gigahertz dual core processor so that it does uh, work really fast. So it helps uh, powers it like a computer, can handle uh, that that quick speeds from whether it's your Wi-Fi or through the gigabit ethernet ports. It's also got a USB 3 port so you can connect a hard drive uh, or a printer. It's also got a USB 2.0 port that's also uh, away, an eSATA port, so if you want to connect to an external hard drive as well. And the content uh, on those connected drives can then be accessed by anyone on the network. If you've got a printer, same deal. Anyone on the network can print to that printer. The EA8500 also has a companion app called the Linksys Smart Wi-Fi app, and it allows you then to do things like control the network activity, monitor which devices are on there, prioritise devices, turn Wi-Fi access on or off for any connected device on your network and also create a password for a guest. If you've got a guest coming over, you can create their own little password so they can use your network without knowing your official password so you can give them access to your network. The Linksys MaxStream AC 2600 MU-MIMO Smart Wi-Fi Router EA 8500. Boy, that's a mouthful. It's available now from Harvey Norman and JB Hi-Fi and priced at four hundred and twenty-nine ninety-five. If you want to read our complete review, you can do that at techguide.com.au. Well, ultimate ears are at it again. UE for short. Now, we've uh, we've spoken about UE, Ultimate Ears in the past with their Boom and Mega Boom speakers. Now, these are speakers that you can take anywhere. They're waterproof, life-proof. They're made of material that doesn't stain. They're really resilient. Now, UE has come up with the latest version of these speakers. It's called the UE Roll. It's a smaller speaker, a circular speaker. It's got a 135 centimeter di- diameter, 4 centimeters thick. It is waterproof. It is also life proof as they say so it allows you to take it with you anywhere become part of your social and mobile lifestyle so it does have an IPX 7 certification so it can handle water so you can take it in the shower if you want, you can take it in the pool if you want there's even an accessory that's like a little blow up floaty like a life preserver that lets you sit that on the on the surface of the water so it doesn't sink because if this hits the water it's heavy, it's going to sink with this, uh, this accessory, this life preserver accessory, little mini accessory it will sit on the surface of the water, it will float and you'll be able to hear your music now, on the music side, audio quality is surprisingly good it offers it in 360 degrees as well, so it's not like a box speaker that you need to be sitting in front of to appreciate it this one pumps out sound in all directions, Uh, on the back is a bungee cord, so you can actually clip it to a backpack to your clothing, Uh, if you unclip the bungee cord, it then, then turns it into a Handle, so it's a really nice little accessory. There's a micro USB charger and an audio input uh, charging port and audio input underneath a hidden sealable flap on the back uh, side of the speaker of the UE roll. It's also available in a range of colors, some pretty funky colors, too uh, blue and red and greens, and all types of colors and patterns. So, this is the sort of accessory that you'll want to be seen that you can take with you anywhere. It is small enough and light enough to carry it with you everywhere, and the sound output, well, well, you'd be thinking that the sound's coming from a much larger device rather than a a 13.5 centimetre wide uh, UE roll speaker. Well worth checking out. The sound output is pretty good. Uh, and there's also a companion app as well, the Roll app, that gives you an adjustable equalizer, battery level indicator, and lets you even link a second UE Roll. So if you want a bigger sound for your party, that's the way to do it. UE Roll will be available in July uh, in a number of those different colors as well and designs, and it'll be priced at $149.95. And if you want to check out that complete review, you can do that at techguide.com dot com. dot au. Tech Guide now answering all your tech questions. The Tech Guide Helpdesk. Well, I thought I'd dedicate this week's Tech Guide Helpdesk to a scam that we have uh, discovered that uh, that is aimed at Apple customers. Now it's an email scam and I did hear about this from a number of readers of uh, of Tech Guide but I also received would you believe this email myself. So if you're an Apple customer so by being an Apple customer you would likely to have an Apple ID. Now your Apple ID is your email address and your password uh, to complete the picture there. Now, what's happening, uh, these these uh, scam emails are being sent to people who you presumably have an Apple ID, and let's face it, there's tens of hundreds of millions of people that do, and it does say in the email that your Apple ID was used to buy a certain app uh, on a computer or device not associated with your Apple ID. Now, it then goes on to list the order number and a receipt date and an amount of money that's been spent on your account or allegedly on your account. It says if this is not you and you want to uh, go in and get your money back, so cancel the transaction, there is a link that you need to follow to supposedly get your money back. What people don't know is that link Ask for your Apple ID, your Apple password. It's like signing in to your service to cancel it. Even ask for credit card information. So it is a really shrewd little scam to try trick you into sending off details uh, to, to so a company that you thought was Apple. It's actually not. It's a hacker. It's a cyber criminal. Don't do it. Now, in my email that I received, it was at first, I'm thinking, hang on a minute. Because it used the app, it used the the email address that actually is my Apple ID. It also mentioned an app that I had previously purchased, which was Angry Birds Star Wars, and it did give an amount. But where it fell down. These geniuses, that they might be shrewd on the hacking side, but they're pretty stupid when it comes down to the detail. Where it fell down was the receipt date was in the future. It was actually the 17th of October, 2015. So these morons have stuffed it up with the wrong receipt date. How can it, this order have happened in the future? So immediately I thought, hang on a minute, this is a scam. But you know what? If, the, if it hadn't been for that date, I would have been taking a long, hard look at that email. So, Apple has actually posted on its website advice for customers because this isn't their first rodeo. This has happened before. There are companies that try to imitate Apple. So, Apple, uh, in, and good on Apple for doing this, they've set up a page on the website to give customers advice and what to look for on certain emails, how to tell if it's a suspicious or phishing email, to uh, a phishing email is designed to trick you into revealing details. So, that's a tip for you uh, as our, our our Tech Guide help desk this week. So if you do see an email like this, you can treat it with suspicion. Check it out. Double check it. Don't click on that link. And there, I'll put a link to the Apple page they've set up to help you identify these fake, these fake emails. But with everything, you need to stay vigilant and uh, use your common sense. But uh, if you want to read my full story, you can do that on uh, techguide.com.au. And that's our show for another week. You can read about everything we've talked about, though, at techguide.com.au. We'd love you to visit our site. Click on our stories. And if you want to get in touch, the email address is info at techguide.com.au. A special thanks, too, to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. If you want to stay connected, the answer is Netgear. Thanks for listening. Been great having you with us once again, and we look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, as we always say, Stay safe and stay connected.